Hi, welcome to On Investors Minds. I'm Tai Hui, the Chief Market Strategist for Asia Pacific at JP Morgan Asset Management. And thank you for giving us a few minutes of your time to learn about what's on investors' minds and also how that fits in with your portfolio construction and asset allocation. Now, in this episode, I'd like to recap the latest round of economic data out of China and whether we are seeing some improvement in the underlying economy. While geopolitics continues to be a focal point for a lot of international investors, especially as we run up to the elections in Taiwan in mid-January next year, the macroeconomic big picture are still closely watched. The third quarter GDP and the September data are probably best described as a mixed bag. There are some decent numbers from the consumer spending, but investment and real estate data are still weak. From the immediate market reaction after the data release, it seems like the investors were not impressed by the stronger parts, while the numbers are not weak enough to prompt the authorities to step up economic support. The third quarter GDP came in at 4.9% year-on-year versus the consensus of 4.5%. Our colleagues over at the investment bank estimated that quarter-on-quarter annualized growth was at 6.9% versus a contraction of 0.8% in Q2. So there was a substantial improvement. Both industrial production and retail sales were able to expand on a sequential basis. Now, retail sales was arguably the strong spot in data, up 5.5% in September, and again, stronger than market consensus. Breaking down the spending numbers, catering, clothing, and luxurious items such as jewelry were the strong performers. This was perhaps reflecting that consumers are still willing to spend, especially with overall unemployment rate easing back towards 5% in September from 5.2% in the previous month. Now, this momentum should continue into early October with the Golden Week holiday, with the Chinese public celebrating both the National Day and also the Mid-Autumn Festivals together. However, housing-related consumer spending, such as furniture and electronic appliances, are still weak from the doldrums in the housing market. Fixed asset investment is still the weak spot, especially in private sector investment and investment in real estate. Despite the various measures to boost the property market, transaction volume and price actions were still sluggish. Consumers may be happy to go out for a dinner or get some new clothes or even buy a new car. However, they're still not ready to make the huge financial commitment in buying a property, especially when the outlook of property prices continues to be uncertain. Overall, what this means is that the policy support in recent months is lifting the economy off the low point in July. However, the pace of recovery is still gradual since the fundamental momentum in the real estate market is still weak, and we will need some time for confidence to be restored. This sell-off data also means that we should not expect some huge headline stimulus from the central government, but instead, we could see a steady stream of more targeted measures in the months ahead infrastructure is still likely to be the first port of call. Ideally, it would be good to see more help to consumers to boost spending. The government will also need to continue with the resolution of local government financing vehicles in order to free up resources at the local government level to carry out the stimulus plans. For the central bank, it could opt to go slow with more stimulus. The rate cuts and reserve requirement reduction in the recent months and quarters have had limited impact on lending growth. Also, with the recent surge in U.S. Treasury yields, the People's Bank of China may want to avoid pushing local rates lower and induce more downward pressure on the Chinese yuan. So, three key takeaways. Number one, overall, the latest round of data suggests that the Chinese economy is moving along and still led by consumption. 
some of the long-standing challenges, especially the sluggish housing market, are still with us. Number two, government policy is likely to lean more towards traditional fiscal support in infrastructure. Monetary easing hasn't worked so well without consumer and business confidence, and the central bank will also need to avoid pressure on the exchange rate. Number three, Despite the economic pressure, selected sectors and companies are still enjoying revenue and earnings growth. Consumer discretionary is one example. Government policy support towards electric vehicles, renewable energy and advanced manufacturing is allowing these industries to grow rapidly. It is important to identify the profitable winners along the supply chain. Valuation is below the long-term average for many sectors, and international investors are still lightly positioned towards Chinese equities. And this could create an interesting opportunity if economic data and earnings surprise on the upside on a more consistent basis. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share this with your friends and colleagues, and also consider subscribing so you get the latest episode when we release them. If there are any topics that you would like to hear from us, please reach out to your JP Morgan Asset Management representative. This content is intended for information only, based on assumptions in current market conditions, and are subject to change. No warranty of accuracy is given. This content does not contain sufficient information to support investment decisions. It is not to be construed as research, legal, regulatory, tax, accounting, or investment advice. Investments involve risks. Investors should seek professional advice or make an independent evaluation before investing. The value of investments and the income from them may fluctuate, including loss of capital. Past performance and yield are not indicative of current or future results. Forecasts and estimates may or may not come to pass. JP Morgan Asset Management is the asset management business of JP Morgan Chase and Company and its affiliates worldwide.